Hi and welcome to a new episode of Aligned, the podcast for reprogramming your mind and vibe for inner peace and happiness. It's Monday morning here in Finland. I couldn't really sleep this night, woke up earlier, put on some vanilla candles, made breakfast, had coffee, having a really slow morning and I'm really, really enjoying it. Just to give you some context where I'm sitting right now at the breakfast tables with my angel cards out, with my candles on, my journal out and A Course in Miracles out. A Course in Miracles is a thick blue book I often talk about which is said to be kind of a spiritual psychotherapy and it inspired me to make this episode. Today I opened a page and it was very fitting to what I have been currently reflecting on so I want to share that with you today and I know it's going to bring you um, massive insights as well. Before I start this episode I want to remind everyone who wants to come to the retreat in Colombia on April the 20th to the 26th the Raise Your Vibe retreat that I'm hosting. Uh, we still have space and if you feel called to come I would love to meet you and love to have you. All the details are in the link on my Instagram. You can find it on my website as well and I will link it also here beneath in the description. So let's dive into this episode. So lately I have been reflecting and observing my mind even more. You may or may not know that I have been teaching myself and also taking a life coaching certification that allows you to go more deeply into your mind and understand how our mind works and how the thought patterns work and how they are related to our happiness and our inner peace. Something that um, I can't really find in psychology, which is more of a spiritual matter, is what I call the ego. In psychology, the ego means uh, a little bit something else. If you are familiar with Freud and the ego identity, it's a little bit uh, something else than what I talk about the when I talk about the ego in spiritual terms. So the ego being the part of us that self sabotages, and uh, the ego being the part of us that its existence feeds off our unhappiness and keeping us away from our spirit, keeping us away from our spiritual self, from God, whatever you want to call it, because the moment we no longer listen and feed our ego, we become free from it and are thinking with love. So when I read this passage from A Course in Miracles, I want you to keep in mind that uh, A Course in Miracles uses the word God, but don't let it kind of scare you away you can replace it with anything i want you to get the truth behind all of the difficult words or the two spiritual words if they are too spiritual for you and that's all fine um i just wish so much that people would feel um inspired to get the lessons and the teachings from it because it has helped me so much with my own mind and my own being but I know that the language can scare people off so I'm trying to translate it into a more understandable way but let's get in the text also uses the word grandeur which basically is just your connection to divine your state of mind when you think with love so 
The Course in Miracles says, When the ego experiences threat, its only decision is whether to attack now or to withdraw to attack later. And I think this is so true that whenever our ego becomes wounded or we... And this is not like physical threat. This is talks about a threat that when you are scared of getting hurt or you are, for example, when you start a relationship or a friendship, you get scared of being hurt or when you experience a threat to when you just in your mind make up stories that someone is betraying you or cheating on you or not loving you the way you want to be loved or... Uh, in a work setting, all this, these same things that we make up in, your, in our own minds, our assumptions that our ego comes up with, then we unconsciously or consciously make a decision whether we should attack now or attack later. And I think that's very interesting to observe that in your own mind. An attack can come in many different ways. It co- can come in being a martyr. It can come in uh, verbal, verbal aggressions, in... Uh, lying and going behind someone's back so it's really interesting when you observe your mind how all the assumptions you make your ego wants you to believe them and with no evidence you then make up a story in your mind about someone else or about the situation of perceived threat that's really not even there and it's interesting to observe that how much that thought and that belief can consume you and how it occupies your mind with feeling bad with contemplating on how to attack with feeling like a victim maybe it can come in many different forms but try to observe that in your own mind the next time and just see how one assumption and one perceived threat uh, can consume your mind and your ego loves that situation because in those situations you are definitely not connected to your best self you're not connected to love you're not connected to the thoughts of god so i'm going to continue reading the course it then also says a little bit later on the page the ego will make every effort to recover and mobilize its energies against your release. It will tell you that you are insane, argue that grandeur cannot be a real part of you because of the littleness in which it believes. I'm going to read that again. The ego will make every effort to recover and mobilize its energies against your release. It will tell you that you are insane and argue that grandeur cannot be a real part of you because of the littleness in which it believes. So if I would translate it into my own understanding and experience, the first sentence that the ego will make every effort to recover and mobilize its energies against your release. What does that really mean? That the ego will try hard to keep you in the energy of the ego. The release being that you are connected to God and the love in you, to your inner peace and your happiness. And that's also interesting to observe in the moments when you are aware that your mind is kind of going insane because it's believing in all your ego lies for example in those situations where you make those assumptions about other people or situations or when you ha- your ego comes up with delusions that keep you unhappy 
in those moments when you kind of understand that and you're trying to break free from it and connect to your higher self and connect to love then your ego becomes even louder and tells you that you are insane, that you cannot think those loving thoughts because it's not safe. You cannot think from your higher self because you will get hurt or that you are naive. Haven't you also experienced that? I think all of us who have tried to break free from that kind of thinking have experienced that. I experience that often. I feel like the more spiritual growth I experience, the more mindful I become, the more connected to God I become, the louder my ego is trying to rebel and draw me into craziness. And it has its lurky ways, of sneaking in and grabbing my inner peace and trying to turn it into something that keeps me occupied on fear, on a fear-based thinking. So for example, when I create something new from my soul, maybe you have also had this, you had this idea or you have created something or you applied for a job that felt like inspiring from you, from a place of inspiration, not from a place of fear, but a place of inspiration. But it's kind of daring and it's kind of out of the box. And in those moments, I feel so inspired to do that. Maybe you also feel so inspired and you're in flow but then comes the moment where the ego feels threatened because you are doing something that's connected to God and your purpose and inspiration and your ego feels threatened and then the ego comes in tells you that you're not good enough who do you think you are you will fail people will laugh and it drives you into this really insecure state because it wants you to live by by fear it wants you to It wants to keep you in the ego-based thinking. It will tell you that you are insane for thinking you can do something like that. It will make you think you're insane for thinking that this will work out. So it's those moments where it's just interesting to observe your own mind and how your ego wants to keep you small. Okay, I'm going to continue reading. So, from your grandeur, so from your state of love mind, you can only bless because your grandeur is your abundance. By blessing, you hold it in your mind, protecting it from illusions and keeping yourself in the mind of God. Remember always that you cannot be anywhere except in the mind of God. When you forget this, you will despair and you will attack. The ego depends solely on your willingness to tolerate it. If you are willing to look upon your grandeur, you cannot despair and therefore you cannot want the ego. Your grandeur is God's answer to the ego because it is true. Littleness and grandeur cannot coexist. So your ego and your love mind cannot coexist, nor is it possible for them to alternate. So what does it mean? It means that you can't be in the state of love mind and the state of fear mind. In, the, in other words, the love mind being the mind of God and the fear mind being the mind of the ego. You cannot be in them at the same time. So every time we choose to be in the mind of love or the mind of God, whatever you want to call it, use words that resonate with you, in those moments your ego is not present. You're not thinking with fear. You cannot think thoughts and be in the mind of love at the same time as 
the ego. So every time you choose God, you deviate from the ego, which makes you feel inner peace and happiness. The book then also says, A Course in Miracles, your grandeur will never deceive you, but your illusions always will. And I have experienced that so much in my life, where when I am in the turbulence of my ego which when I talked with my dad a couple of days ago he called it a carousel in your own mind when you're riding that carousel of the ego in your own mind you make up so many illusions and so many thoughts come up that make the ego makes it sound so true even though there's nothing true about it it's just judging it's negative it's victim thinking it's fear-based thinking but you believe it so much that when you act on those thoughts when you are in those carous that carousel everything that comes out of your mouth and everything that you do while you are in that carousel is completely insane but your ego makes it makes it sound like that's the only way and that's the only way you will survive or be free or be happy but in the end you create a big mess it's kind of like a ego hangover you have after when you realize what has just happened and I don't know if you have ever experienced this I truly believe that all of us do um, I would love to hear some examples from you And I think this is something that uh, we need to talk about more openly because it's in those moments, you know, people talk about self-control and discipline in those moments, but I think it's much deeper than that and that we can learn a new way to just observe and be in those situations and understand that the more we connect to God, the spirit, to the divine, also the ego is going to have more resistance and trying to rebel more. Because when you are not trying to connect to spirit and live from that state all of the time, when you're not there, then the ego has you in its grip. So it's it doesn't need to rebel. And it might seem more peaceful in your own mind because you're only serving your ego. But once you start trying to find another way of thinking and connecting to love, your ego does feel abandoned and feels like it's losing its grip over you. So it becomes really loud. And that's something I didn't understand in the beginning when I was kind of on my spiritual awakening and awareness path because I thought that when you are connected to God, you're just always feeling good and the ego dies off. I thought it was called, I thought I had to like kill the ego or something and it just dies off and I'm always positive and loving and la la la. But uh, the reality has been really different. I feel like I am more balanced, more internally peaceful and happy and more mindful I enjoy small moments so much more I'm not rushing life anymore I'm not um, trying to thrive for things that I don't really want but my ego does come out really loud and it's not like it just disappears it still tries to get its hold and um it sounds like some monster in our mind but it's not it's uh just it's just the ego and when we learn to observe of it observe it instead of being absorbed by it um it's kind of humorous as well <laughs> 
So I hope this episode helped you to maybe just observe your mind. And my tip for you is the next time your ego drives you into craziness to just observe it and just the awareness of it uh, can help and find your own way of uh, dealing with it and finding your own way of in those moments what can you do i talked to my parents a couple of days ago because i had one of those moments where i completely understood that my ego was in charge but i <laughs> didn't know how to handle it and um my mom gave me an advice and said maybe you can go outside and hug a tree and connect to nature and just try to connect to another truth and not your ego uh and yeah that's then what i will try the next time and yeah just try your own things and find your own tools in those moments where your ego is trying to overwhelm you with fear and judgment and negativity and feeling small and insane so i hope this episode blesses you i wish you a beautiful beautiful week and um yeah happy monday Have a blessed day.